Thanks for downloading this Little Empire podcast. This show has a real-life, live-record event that you can come to in Auckland, New Zealand during the NZ International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. Deets and tickets at comedyfestival.co.nz. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome along to the Friend Zone, episode 44, with me, a croaky voiced Guy Montgomery. And myself, a fresh faced, clean cut, every teen loves him, Tim Bat. That is certainly generous praise you've given yourself, but who am yeah, I, I was, to disagree? I was trying to like go for teen heartthrob status, but I didn't quite stick the landing and now it just sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? Yeah, man, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Just trying to bat off all these teens who are chasing me down everywhere, which is tiring. They are always, very energetic. Always commit to the gag. God, I respect <laughs> the shit out of you, Tim. I'm trying to be funnier, guy, because often when <clears throat> I ring you during these early morning records, you're just a box of birds cracking me up on the other end of the line, <laughs> and I'm dragging my sorry ass out of bed. And when I rang you moments ago and uh, had a little off-mic riff about threatening to release some blackmail material about you, uh, you were not having it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that sweet little riff where you said that you had deeply compromising footage of me that you were going to test the markets for. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty nice little comedy riff to start the day. Is this first, first thing for you? Like, you haven't had a coffee or anything? Nah, I woke up at nine to talk to you and you bumped me. I'm so I sorry. It was okay, and it was. Uh, and I have just been in bed, just checking out some different corners of the internet, really. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on on there? I haven't been to the internet for a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, to be honest, the, the main thing was pretty unexciting, Tim. I was um, watching Super Rugby highlights. They do they put up really good videos really quickly after the games. So I haven't seen a full Super Rugby game all season, but I've watched all the highlight videos. Oh, that's good. Is that Sky Sport yeah. that puts them up? Have they got all the rights for no, those? No, man. I never go to Sky Sport. I go to the Super Rugby website. Is that Sky a- Sport? Sky Sport. Sky has got to be the worst, most disrespectful company in the world. Yeah, okay. Let's get into it, bro. All right. I read- hey, Sky, <laughs> if you're listening, fuck yourself. Straight up. Sky have discontinued. They used to offer the ability to buy like different sports packages on the website. Yeah, sort of a cheaper rate. Is, so you could is buy that like season games. passes for like, well, like yeah, or, or you could whatever. buy you could buy you could buy it to the games that you want to see. Mm. You could buy you know the games that you want to actually watch, and they've just pulled it all off the internet as if to say, oh no, that's a bit of a dead duck, and they're just charging like a premium. You have to subscribe to Sky Sports through their decoders through like TV, and it's just like you can't put your head in the sand forever, Sky. You fucking dickheads that seems like the most backward move 2017 <laughs> it's a, it's a, sky for god's it's a sake cynical cash grab um hey, do you reckon grieve wrote about you, it on the website the spin-off do you think that there will be a headline pretty soon in like the national business review that says the sky is sky falling, is and falling. i yeah, certainly hope so it'll, it's probably already happened to be honest if we both arrived <laughs> simultaneously it's probably not quite as clever as i thought Hey, I, only, um, I only got I only got to it simultaneously because you gave me a really nice lead in, Tim, for what it's worth. Oh, thanks, buddy. Hey, should we dip into our little mailbag? Because people get in yeah. touch with us um, because of the podcast that we do, the worst idea of all time. Mine's actually looking a little light this week, which I completely understand because I tell you what, um, our release schedule has been hampered slightly by the fact that Guy and I have been 
um, flying around different cities and countries doing comedy festivals recently. Mm. Um, so let's and, let's get in there. And that the truth. Yeah, well, I've, I've got a pretty light one as well, but I've got a very urgent one to begin with, Tim. Oh, and let, me, let me hear it. This, um, this message, it starts with a very beautifully rendered uh, and like very stylistically unique image of us uh, that a fan has made. Fan art, if you will. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the message it comes with. I received it in my uh, Guy Montgomery comedian Facebook page. It said, "Hey Guybo, long story short, after PayPaling, emailing Tim's Gmail, and tweeting at you both, I realised that my attempt at being casual about how much I like the podcast and how much I want you to both see the poster I made for you may have gone off the rails somewhere. So here I am, having reactivated the Facebook account I deactivated some years ago." This may sound like I've reached a real low point, but I just want to show some appreciation for you good boys. Obviously, I'll also be using this reactivated account to stalk former friends, colleagues, ex-boyfriend who now has a baby. But the main reason I'm back on here is to tell you that both you and Tim have been a huge inspiration to me getting my shit together and quitting the job I hated in order to move on to things I'd actually like to do with my life. Listening to you two slowly lose your minds in the best way possible has given me motivation and countless laugh-out-loud moments over the past three years. I know it must be ridiculous, but I hope you can appreciate the fact that you've been a hell of positive influence on my life all the way here in England. So as a thank you, I hope you like this picture I went and drew for you as Rat Kings. It's been difficult to explain to people when they've asked me what I'm drawing. Every day, people either aren't ready to have their minds blown by the history and mythology of Brady the Rat King, or they're scared of the truth. You're doing God's work. I hope the Comedy Fest has been amazing and will continue to be so, and I definitely hope you've enjoyed this installment of Getting Sentimental with a Complete Stranger on the Internet. Sorry for taking so much hope. Sorry for taking up so much of your time. All the best, Grace. And then it says, P.S. The message I sent with on PayPal was about a month and a half ago and included an unhinged rant about the correct pronunciation of Raleigh. Obviously, Raleigh, as you well know. Raleigh was named after Sir Walter Raleigh. And here's a clip from I Have I Got News For You where they have the same debate on pronunciation. And then there's a YouTube link. Team Raleigh for life. And then the image is so amazing, I messaged back immediately when I got this, being like, we'll read this out in the next Friends Over Sure, this is incredible. She said, no sweet Boba feet, it's A3 in size. I don't know if you'd want it or if anyone would want it, but if you want to sell it as a poster or something, you'd be more than welcome to. I'll catch you on the Friends Zone. Also, if you were wondering what Brady looks like now, I should look no further. And then a link to an image of Brady. Or did I? Joseph did I? Poopo. Man, okay, I've got so much And to can say. I say this, Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puberty has not been kind to Joseph. <laughs> Wait a minute, to Joseph? Who are you talking about? To Max? Joseph Pupo is the man who plays Brady. Oh, I beg your pardon. Right, gotcha. Um, holy shit, Grace! First of all, as Guy was talking, I think I've found. Does Grace's surname start with an H or H, depending on your yes nationality? It starts with an H. Oh Tim. man, it never starts with a H. I re- I there's, I there's did no receive such letter. I received your email at the time, Grace, and um, it was amazing. And I actually showed Guy at the time too. Do you remember seeing this artwork in late March? No, I don't, Tim. Oh, shit. Maybe I showed my girlfriend Zoe because I was so goddamn impressed with it and I loved it so much. Um, I'm so sorry that I didn't read it out on the friend zone. That's that's fucking awful. But let's Mm. get past that. Let's get past all the bad things. That is super duper awesome that you managed to get your shit together um, and that uh, for some reason we were tangentially related to that process happening. 
you claimed that though, Grace. You did that yourself, and uh, I'm glad yes. that we were along for a little bit of the ride. But I'm just I'm stoked to hear that you're obviously a very talented artist. Um, I'm going to put this piece of art up on our Facebook page right now, uh, okay, so that great. everyone can enjoy Grace's work. And uh, let's get that bad boy um, maybe on as a poster, eh? That would be the way to do it, wouldn't it? You just put it up as a... If you download the image, you can just put it up as a photo. and People will go crazy. For oh, it. no, totally. It. But I mean, I'll put it up on Facebook, but then maybe we should also get that thing as a poster. Raise some funds. Oh, yeah. Maybe yes. for Grace herself. I'd be interested... Actually, Grace, if you're, uh, if you're, if you're listening, I would love to know... Um, what you're doing? What were you doing? And what are you doing now? I want to know your story. Oh wow! And thank you so much <coughs> oh, for the man. heartfelt message and the and the art. The art is super dope, and now everyone's going to get to enjoy your gift. So well done there. What marvelous! Nice That's marvelous. One. Sorry for my little coughs, everybody. I don't mean to do them. They're just <laughs> happening. Um, I'm just going to bring up a message because some absolute legendary cowboy of the internet named Nicholas has given us 50 cold hard American bucks and in his PayPal message just said please refer to my email Um, so here it is (laughs) dear Tim and Guy long time listener just wanted to drop a quick note to say that Tom Walker's dead serious analysis of the fuck boys alignments in episode 40 was one of my all time favourite moments on the podcast would love to see some more detailed character sheets for the boys thought I might have to go at races and classes based on zero watches of the film so Guy are you much of like a kind of RPG have you had an experience in that realm I have not but I'm a quick learner you kind of know how it works though eh? you've usually got um, like wizards or kind of magic types or you've got tanks or like physical kind of fighting types yeah anyway this is what Nicholas has written down and Nicholas's last name Oh, he's just included it. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. I'm going to just assume that he wants me to say it. It's uh, Litzau. Zakoli, yeah. race, half-elf, class, bard, alignment, neutral good, notes, proficient in unarmed strike. Jarhead, race, human, class, barbarian, alignment, chaotic neutral, notes, path of the berserker. Johnny Depp. Race, human, class, thief, alignment, neutral evil. Notes, neutral evil is the most dangerous alignment because it represents pure evil without honour or scruples. Tom was spot on. Squirrel, (laughs) race, gnome, class, wizard, alignment, lawful good. Notes, highly intelligent, vulnerable to poison. <laughs> this seems to me to be a reasonably balanced party. Furthermore, it makes sense that Squirrel is the first to die since he probably has the fewest hit points. Interested in your thoughts and looking forward to a worst idea adventure zone crossover episode. Sending over fifty GP for your troubles. And I think that's like a um video game term for gold points or gold pieces yeah yeah uh keep up the brave adventuring nick l nick that's so much money thank you so much and fuck i love this i'm all about this this is great in fact i might maybe alongside the art from grace i'll include this text that you've given us as well nick. and um i would love for someone to frankenstein's social media <laughs> oh, well, one's visual and one's like text you know but I, because I would love, um, similar to the fantastic poster that uh, I'm going to try and find the person's name to credit them that we've got already of of the four boys that we've been using as merch for a little while. 
um, it would be great to get like a someone who's an artist who's got a bit of time to do like a a, a rendering of these character types, you know, over the top of oh, the yeah, lore yeah. that we've laid down. I think that'd be amazing. But um, Nick, from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much. Yes, Nick, thank you. And this is uh, this is just sort of a news insert that I'm putting on on the. Um, on the friend zone because it broke this morning and I think it's amazing mm. is um, 204 Ocean Avenue Marblehead Massachusetts the house where the uh, much talked about film Grown Ups 2 was largely set Adam Sandler and Selma Hayek's house that was torn asunder by a deer is on the market oh it's, yes. no, it's just sold oh did it sell it was, yeah it was on the market but it sold and it, Sold for five point eight million American dollars. God damn it! It's got seven beds, seven full bedrooms, two half bath, two half baths, whatever that means. And two and a half I mean, bathrooms. Have you, clicked, have you clicked through, Tim? No, not extensively. I think I saw it on my cell phone. It's this is the house, and I feel like they certainly used the facade of the house, and I think they used the, the real foyer in the movie because the, the stairwell looks like the one that the deer comes down. Mm. But then otherwise, they kind of... I mean, this is quite an opulently designed house. That's also right on the water. And it feels insane to me that they didn't take advantage of that as a filming option. I mean, he's all about having a relaxing time on set. Too hard. Get down the beach. Too hard. You get the bloody most just drinking from it constantly. It'd be no good. We've got... There's an Elvis pinball machine inside of the house. There's so many rooms, dude. How, does it say how many rooms? I might have missed that when you said that before. Uh, there are seven beds, mm-hmm. and seven full bathrooms, and two half bathrooms. Gotcha. Half bathroom, is that usually just a toilet in real estate terms? I don't know. Never bought a house I guess before. so. It's a three-story house. It was built in 1900. And apparently this, this seven-bedroom house is for a, fa- for a single family. Hmm. Fuck, man. It's got a porch, a single, deck. Who is this single a, family? Do you want to who hear what this house has got? You're gone. It's got a porch. These are the exterior and lot features. Porch, deck, patio, covered patio deck, balcony, in-ground pool, cabana. It comes with gutters, dude. It's got gutters. Hey, Hot we're about... spa. I'm sorry I interrupted, Guy. No, I no, no you're te- right. Do you want to see where it is? I've got a terrible habit of interrupting people, and I need to get better at not doing it. No, you're right, man. Uh, I love you. Please tell me where it is. Please don't ignore me when I say I love you next time. It's in Massachusetts. Guy, I love um, you too. And Massachusetts. Looks like we're going to Massachusetts. <laughs> and, att- bless you, attempting to raise six million US dollars. Yeah, dude. So we got to offer go slightly more. But on the house on arrival. It's mm. also got a professional landscaping, sprinkler system, decorative lighting, garden area, guest house, stone wall. Um, just... Oh, so cool. And I'm pretty sure Elizabeth Warren's the senator in Massachusetts, so that'll be fun too. She's a good Yeah, that'll be great. Oh, I'm looking at it on Google Maps now. I'm seeing exactly where the house is. This is actually getting pretty fucking crazy. Are you actually I'm quite looking... keen to put a bid in, bro? Did well, this it's already start... been bought, but it's right next to the Marblehead Neck Wildlife Sanctuary. And it's Why didn't of... they get a real fucking moose then? They probably had access to one. Oh my god! I mean, it's such a close drive to Boston, honestly, and it's right there on the water. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, we're not actually going to buy the six million dollar film location, guy. 
I want you to just put yourself out of your misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also I'm want sure. to acknowledge... I'm, I'm cool, dude. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. That, I'm cool. That the cool poster that we've got of um, Zakoli the Crying DJ Pasta Chef, uh, Literal Squirrel, Johnny Depp and James Reed from The Feelers. Um, that that piece of art was made by Matthew Hemsworth, and I've tried to find a link for him. But if you got the last name Hemsworth, I tell you what, that search engine optimization will just lead you back to those beautiful Aussie boys. Yeah, those are some good Aussie boys. There's um, no getting around them. Man, I'm still looking at pictures of this house. <laughs> I actually am not sure that I've got um, any other messages that are new. It's crazy, this house. I'm in the guest house now. You could live forever in there. But Realtor. in the words of um, Freddie Mercury, who wants to live forever, guy? You know? Oh, dude, not me. No oh, wait, way. this one looks new. The subject line is squirrel, squirrel. Dear Tim and Guy, I can't believe every week you just sit by and let it happen. Every week I entertain you boys for an hour and ten minutes before you betray me. I think to myself that this time will be different. But no, I just see you boys watch with a glazed look on your eyes. The fact that you sit by and just watch makes you equally guilty. How could you let the fuck boys peer pressure me into doing that backflip every week? I gave up my dream of being an Olympic diver years ago. The doctors told me that one more backflip would kill me. Not all at once, but over the course of 12 hours. Every week I ingest all the drugs and I can just soften the pain. 41 times you boys have watched me die. Please, next time, look into my eyes and see my desperate pleas for help. Jesus Christ. And that's from squirrelboy520 at gmail.com. They have registered an email address to send me the message. Can I say this, Squirrel? If you want to be taken seriously in the workforce, you might need to update your email address from Squirrelboy. But thanks for reaching out. We'll do I'm our also best. gutted for you that um, Squirrelboy420 was taken. You had to go with 520 because it's just not quite as potent. It's pretty funny to go for 520 knowing that you'd be smart enough to figure it out. I wasn't. It's easy when it's written down. There's um, a donation here, and I'm going to shout the person out. There's no message attached, but sometimes people get a bit confused by how the PayPal works. Um, so thank you so much for the 10 bucks from, uh, I'm going to say, uh, Hen- Hendrik. Uh, that's probably very incorrect pronunciation. I'm sorry about that. They live in Switzerland, and... Um, their name has got a few more uh, J's and K's put together than I'm used to with my Anglo-trained tongue. So I'm sorry mm-hmm. that I don't know how to say your name properly. As well, you should be. But I really appreciate um, the cash Acceptable. And, oh, this one looks... This is big and this looks new. Can I throw a longie at you, mate? Yeah, dude, absolutely. I've got I've got something to share as well after you've done that. So, I mean, it's all happening here, isn't it? It is. It's all go. Uh, 18 US dollars and a message from Jessica. Hi, Tim and Guy. Hope you're healthy and well. Wanted to donate some money because I squirreled, ten, pun intended, yeah. away some for the live Sydney shows, but alas, I've realised my own gig in Perth is on the same day. Full-time legend Kyron Wheatley introduced me to Worst Idea of All Time a few weeks ago, and I've been rapidly... Who's that? Do you know that person? Kyron Wheatley. He is an Australian comic, um, and he that's not Reese's shows. That's is that Reese's Reese's partner. Cr- yeah, Reese's oh. Reese's partner. Oh boy, howdy! Well, shout out to both of those beautiful Aussie boys, Kyron Wheatley and to Reese Nicholson. I've been seeing a bit of Reese Nicholson recently because he's in New Zealand for our festival, and God, there, I'd love to get him on. 
it'd be good. Anyway, love sorry. To get him on the potty. Yeah, fuck yeah. God, he's so funny. There's a um one of the I think the most recent episode of Walkout Boys has got him on, and it uh, sorry of uh, the male gaze has got him on, and it is so funny. Anyway, uh, yeah. full-time legend Kyron Wheatley introduced me to West Idea a few weeks ago and I've been rapidly working my way through each episode in order to understand all the slow-cooked jokes for the live show and all for what? Alas. I also wanted to go to your individual shows and had some money for that too, but now that money needs to be used elsewhere. I could go to just one of your shows, but I didn't want to have to pick, even though I've seen Guy do five minutes at the comedy store. Not the same as a full set, I think. So I figured you just share a donation, but it behoves me to contribute because you guys are so bloody clever and witty and the podcast has got me through so many flights and airport waits and made me chortle heartily so many times and I owe you so much more than this amount of money. Hopefully one day I shall have the monetary equivalent of the value I place on your talents to dispense freely, but for now, please take this humble $25.09 Australian. And I will do my best to tell everyone I possibly can about the pod. I'm currently on season three, episode six, and I can't wait for the rest and can't wait for whatever you do after this godforsaken project. Lots of love, Jess. P.S. Please tell all your mates in New Zealand to listen to the music of uh, Mon- Montaigne? Montaigne. Yeah. Yeah. Is this She's, Montaigne writing to us? Yeah, this is Montaigne who's recently followed us and is, is oh, bloody getting on the tweets and stuff. The piss, Montaigne. This is bull. Shit, I met you. We sang at a, sh- a sea shanty club together. Everybody oh, Trojan horse this was Montaigne at that party? I didn't go to that. But also... You weren't, you weren't in Sydney at the time, but Montaigne is like a super talented musician. Hold on for a second. Did you go to a sea shanty party that wasn't in Auckland? Because I got invited to one here. How many fucking sea shanty parties are happening? It's all going off in Sydney. I tell wow. you that. Good God. I'm pleased to tell all your mates in NZ to listen to the music of Montaigne. Share it around so I can tour in your goddamn beautiful country I love. But also, if you don't want to, don't. I, you do you, guys. You do you. I'm sure. It, yeah, so Montaigne, for everyone to look up, M-O-N-T-A-I-G-N-E. And I looked her up, and her music was fucking fly. She's a, she's a bit, I'm pretty sure, I think she might have won an aria. Yeah, she's a big deal. <laughs> She's a real big yeah. deal. She won an aria in 2016 for Mets Breakthrough Artist. You've got to have better things to do than message us, <laughs> Fontaine. Write another song. This is crazy. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand times thank you. She did send me to a set at the Comedy Store, actually. Um, what a beautiful message. And Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one I've got for you. This was sent to us by a guy called Mike. It was just a list. The list is called 20 Things You Don't Understand About the Valley. And he just wrote, in case this is useful. He didn't say if he wants me to say his name. He didn't say anything else. He lives in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, Phoenix. It's just a list of things about the valley. It's just sort of context for the film. The San Fernando Valley is the valley. The San Gabriel Valley, not the valley. <laughs> so it's obviously written by someone in San Fernando. Not everyone is in the adult film industry. There's a north or west and an east valley. And if you're driving east to west and you're in a hurry, you never take Ventura. Oh, i got to say, this is just a sort of a... Quite a boring... Oh, no. Number 12. There's nowhere with better suit. Mm. 
Dude, you don't have six mil. I just, like, we could be salivating over any, we could be salivating over a bloody helicopter and how cool it would be to own one of those, but it's just as likely a purchase as this house. Always be selling, guy. That's how you get the good property. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Do you, th- my mum came up with a great idea when I was a kid that I haven't seen anyone fully do yet. Or maybe I came up with it and she thought it was a good idea. I can't remember. But it was um, desserts that deliver. Haven't seen anyone crack that market yet. But I think you could charge a lot for it, you know, because it's quite a decadent thing. Exactly. Everyone's so focused on keeping food hot, like pizza, you know, pizza delivery. But what about keeping shit cold and delivering that door to door? But imagine that, like, because the, the, the people you'd be dealing with are decadent as hell. And they're probably having like a real sexy time. It'd be after like a, maybe a successful Tinder date or something. And you're like, you know what would add a lot of decadence to this uh, fantastic evening? If I order a, a very wonderful dessert from... Um, Mama Tim's dessert deliveries. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've actually, I'm so like nervous now because so many people say that they sent in a message and I didn't read it that I'm going back a little bit further than I normally would. What? <laughs> so I'm not sure what everyone just heard. I'll make that decision in the edit room, but um, it's been a one sided conversation for four minutes because Guy. Uh, got a phone call and unbeknownst to him it stopped his recording because this is a high-tech podcast where every now and then we'll record on our cell phones um there's a few details about record like audio recording on iphones i know i shouldn't complain because it's a pretty good service but there's a few details which just never quite they never quite nail like you can't do any you can't do anything else on the phone when you're recording really and you can't also when you're listening back to the recording you can't have any other apps going you can't do anything else and apparently if someone gives you a phone call, it stops the, or pauses the recording. I mean, it's quite a lot. That's quite weird, eh? Mm. And very inconvenient for us, but c'est la vie. Oh, fuck, I don't even know. What were we doing the last four minutes? Oh, talking about buying a house. This is the... <laughs> Money-making schemes. You this is tried the problem. To launch a, you tried to launch a dessert delivery system called yeah. Mama Tim's. It's been if a it lot was heavy, if it was heavy on Tim, then that's fine. Um, look, I've got an email I'd like to read from Blake. May I? Please. Dearest Timbly Spindly Wimbly and Flashmont Comedy, you are brave boys and kind boys. Don't mind that everyone says to the contrary. Season three may be your best yet as it has produced some true gems. Praise out of the way. I have a couple of good old cues that need some A's. I've heard Guy describe himself as a Madden addict. What year of Madden is your favourite? Mine's 06, with McNabb on the cover, and the series really went downhill when Superstar Mode left the game. Also, what's the appeal of Zicoli's pasta? Is it just another brand, or does it have specific shapes or ingredients? I imagine he has a variety that comes in a miniature box office, and the pasta is inside. Uh, and the pasta inside is gold, in the exact shape of Zac Efron's dick. Thanks for the laugh, boys. The true answer to what's inside the MacBook Pro box is friendship. Say my name, Rayleigh McRaylison. Actually, it's Blake Duff from Idaho. That's pretty cool. If you had to know my favourite Madden was probably uh, 08, when they had Vince Young on the cover, and Randy Moss was just an unstoppable beast. Do you miss Superstar Mode? 
No, they were still superstar mode. Um, but no, that was it was it was cool. And I, I like uh, that was and that was also sort of second third year university, so that's when I was clocking up racking up the most hours. It was either oh eight or or oh nine. And what about pasta? There's, what's the appeal of Zicoli's pasta? Um, well, it's it's the only pasta that's uh, they they don't use any non-salted water. They use only tear water. That's why he mm. DJs. He DJs to support his pasta business. So there, you, you can't, can't see them, but there's buckets underneath the decks where he gathers his tears, and then he goes back after his gig to his true passion. Yeah, handmade pasta. He's hand making it. Yep. He's Not a lot of volume boy. there. Well, you can't yeah, spell Zicoli's pasta without EDM, can you? And on no, that note, um, I think we should probably leave. Um, so thank Perfect. you very much for listening, everyone. Please come to the, the live show in Auckland if you're in Auckland. And if you are going to come, I'm going to try and get this episode out as quickly as possible. Can you come to the Walkout Boys as well? Because ticket sales haven't been stonking, and I love those boys. Nick and Joe are so fucking funny. and they Go do to the a podcast. movie with them beforehand. Yeah, that'd be great. They'll put on their Facebook page what they're going to see. They go to half a movie and then do a podcast about the first half of the movie and then make up what happens in the second half. And it's bloody funny. Um, they're, they're great boys and great friends of Guy and ours. So please come. No, please look, I, I respect those guys individually, but as a podcast, they are our enemy podcast. So I will. Why is everyone on this network focused on having an enemy podcast? What? Who's, who else has got an enemy podcast? Bonus of the heart, whenever they accidentally mention the male gaze, they they are very um, down on them and claim that they're their enemy podcast. <laughs> I talk like a lot that. of shit about them and vice versa. Anyway, I, like I don't need lot. to get into the politics Do you know what my of, instinct um, was there? What? To side with bonus of the heart, I think. Oh. I think that's because I'd be the most scared of them. You homophobe. I was going to call you a misogynist, but then I realized I got it backwards. <laughs> well, you, you, you can't win. Hey, guy, it's 2017, and you can't win, bruh. I know. I actually talk quite a lot about that in my um, in my great stand-up comedy show. Let's all get in a room together, happening at the Basement Theatre from May 9th to the Saturday May. Look That's it up. interesting. <laughs> to the Saturday May, I haven't um, seen your show yet, and I don't know if I'll get to. But I've got a bit that sort of skirts around that issue as well on my show, Tim Bat, uh. ladies and gentlemen, which is. Um, got it's last night tonight i don't know if this is out in time and then it's in wellington for a bit and then sydney sydney ticket sales pretty slow but that's okay i love the city anyway i haven't even looked at my sydney ticket sales we're also going to a uh do a live show in sydney so please come to that um all Mm. of the shows hopefully i've got listed at little empire podcast dot com slash live so go there um god that's too much fucking promo at the back end isn't it i feel like we yeah. should do what the mcelroys do and put more content after all the promo so guy i'm gonna need one piece of life advice from you for everyone going out and and getting into the world oh my god uh here's a good piece of advice if your friend professional um or you know I don't know. If it's, it could be a colleague, could be a close personal friend, could be someone that you, you who's an acquaintance who you're, who you're sort of slowly becoming friends with. If they insist that you dole out arbitrary kind of blanket life advice at the end of a podcast to undo the fantastic promotional work that you've respectively done to build up a live audience and hopefully earn enough money to get over to Massachusetts, buy yourself a lovely holiday home, a mega 45 minutes drive from the Boston CBD, you tell them, you look them square in the eye. If you're not in the same room, 
you get them to shut their eyes and imagine that you're looking at them square in the eye and you say, fuck you, Timbat, fuck you. Bye, everyone. Catch you soon. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this Little Empire podcast. We've got live shows happening in the New Zealand International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. So go to comedyfestival.co.nz and buy tickets now. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, maybe you should listen to Boners of the Heart with Rose Matafeo and Alice Sneddon. Up a picture of Martin, a picture of Martin Short and Merlin because I feel like you need to be confronted with what it is. <laughs> no, you're just, actually no, saying. No, I think it's great. I it's don't lovely. want to. I don't want to though. I haven't done. I don't want to. Come Please on, Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I think this is an important moment for you to take full responsibility. <laughs> For what it is you're putting out there. <laughs> Sorry, but I just, as a kid, I was into it, man. I don't know. He was funny. He was funny. And like, you know, he's great in Three Amigos. What well. he looks like is oh. like the costume stock <laughs> photo for a legalist costume. <laughs> <laughs>